Are you ready to hear about one of my favorite topics of all time? Today I'll be sharing some thoughts I have about boundaries. Setting them, maintaining them, and the reason they are so important. Let's go. Hi everyone. Let me welcome you to the Serenity Capsules podcast. I'm Dr. Halcyon Francis. I'm a clinical social worker and I operate a small mental health private practice right outside of Baltimore, Maryland. I started this podcast as a way to keep a connection with my current, past, and future clients. I love my job as a clinical social worker and therapist. I enjoy talking about mental health and wellness. And most of all, I love connecting with people and learning about life. My life is dedicated to helping people create roadmaps to the life experiences they want to have. My personal journey has influenced much of how I interact with others and navigate the world. It is my joy to bring intriguing topics to this platform to assist all of us in getting what we need to live well. So while listening to this podcast, I just invite you to be open, tune in, and receive. Okay, on this episode, I'm going to share with you some of my thoughts on boundaries. As mentioned in the opening, this is one of my favorite, favorite topics for various reasons. The first reason being that I am an empath, and I would say that about 60% of my client base are also empaths. If you don't know what empaths are, we are highly sensitive individuals. We can pick up on other people's feelings. We can pick up on other people's thoughts. Give an example, when you walk into a room you know, any situation, you can pretty much pick up on the energy in the room and determine whether, you know, something great is happening in that room, it's a good vibe, good energy, good, you know, people there. Or if you walk into a room, you feel some type of tension and you can't quite put your finger on it, but you know, this is not a good space for you to be in. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people ignore those, those feelings because we've been taught to ignore them. Oh, you know, you just have to go in here and do what you have to do. But it's very important to be able to take that information in. I believe that You know, if we pay attention to how we're feeling when we enter certain spaces or around certain people, we can spare ourselves a lot of trouble down the road. Because oftentimes what will happen is we look back and go, shoot, I knew something was wrong with that situation. I knew I shouldn't have gone there. I knew that. But sometimes we have to stop, do an assessment of ourselves. Does this feel comfortable? Does this person make me feel good? And that can kind of save us, I think, sometimes. So going back to boundaries, that's why this is important. With empaths, we also have a tendency to take on other people's issues we can you know people think that we are there just to help 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 all the time which most empaths are very helpful people but at the same time we can help to our own detriment because we're we are people who listen very well we can give feedback we can give advice a lot of empaths are that way and so that's why setting boundaries is important not just if you're an empath but especially for empaths i'll give you an example of certain boundary violations, which you may notice or you may not notice. I'm not sure. And I'll probably, I'll give you some, you know, personal examples as well. One of the first things that comes to my mind is personal space, violating your personal space, touching people when they don't want to be touched, you know, which also can go into violation of sexual boundaries. I think people maintaining personal space is of the utmost importance for anyone. Again, remember, to me, it is about energy. I used to know someone who touched all the time when they were talking. It was very uncomfortable because I did not know this person very well. They touched, they grabbed, they shook. It, it was just too much. So finally, after at least maybe two times, I had to say, why do you keep grabbing me this way? 
Why do you keep touching me like this? The person had no explanation. And I don't think I ever got an apology or a reason for it, but it was very uncomfortable for me. Very uncomfortable. But I had to say, you know, stop touching me in this way. Of course, the person got upset, got annoyed, but that's not really my problem. So those are types of things. You know, if you know someone who's too, a little too touchy-feely, those are boundary violations. Another example would be bringing certain people around in your space that you don't like. I am very clear in this world, there are people who will disagree with me that, you know, not everyone clicks. You can be nice to everyone, but not everyone clicks. I'm very leery of people who get along with every person. There are some people I don't need in my space. There are some people whose energy does not match with mine. And I'm very clear about that. It, I'll probably continue to do this podcast for a while. We'll get to know a little bit about my personality. But if I don't click with someone, if I don't particularly care for someone, I'm very vocal about it. And I'll get to those reasons later. But there's automatically something that sticks up, which sticks out to me about people. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's not for me. This person is not for me. And when I say that to others, you know, they ha- they can take it either way. The thing is, I mentioned what I'd liked and what I didn't like. And that's it. I'm particular about people who come into my home. If I invite you, that is not an invitation for you to invite someone I do not care for. And I've expressly told you that I do not care for. Don't bring them into my home. Because I do believe people's energy can linger and it can stay. And I, I don't like that. So when people violate that, if you, you, know, you bring someone around me that I don't like, you bring someone around I don't care for, we're going to have a problem. With boundary violations, it's also subtle manipulation. It can lead into finding out that people actually are manipulative. Because if you let a little bit of a boundary infraction go, the person can just keep going with it. You know, they just keep increasing. All right, I did this to her. I can probably get away with doing this as well. You know the saying, you give a person an inch, they'll take a yard. It really is true. Immediately. Bringing up topics that you're uncomfortable discussing. I've seen this happen to other people as well. You know, we could be at a nice function or, you know, having just lunch with people and someone keeps bringing up a topic that another person's not comfortable with, such as maybe even, you know, the death of the recent death of a loved one or a relationship that they are not comfortable discussing. Something like that will come up. And that actually is crossing a boundary because the invitation was not given to the group to talk about this person's, you know, relationships or this person's you know, recent death of their family member. So to me, that is also a boundary violation. Disrespecting your time, huge boundary violation. If you are a repeated offender and you're always late and you keep people waiting multiple minutes, hours, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, that is a boundary violation because it's letting that person know that you actually do not respect their time and you don't respect their boundary. It's unacceptable. So what do you do about boundary violation? When you see the boundary violation, you have to call the person out on it right there. Now, I'm the person who does it for others, and I'll do it for myself as well. I've been in situations, like I said before, where someone has brought something up that made another person feel uncomfortable, and I'll say, I don't think this person wants to talk about this right now. Call out what makes you uncomfortable and let them know that if they don't stop, there will be a consequence for it. And sometimes the consequence can be a removal of your friendship of the relationship or you know if you're working in an organization going to you know upper management or whoever to get something resolved don't tolerate your boundaries being crossed and i'll have to go into the parental child boundaries as well you know sometimes parents believe that their children don't have boundaries 
they know their children so well that their children don't have their own set of boundaries. No, that's not true. Children have their own boundaries. Children have things that they like and they don't like. They're not to be labeled as, you know, very picky children or another term that doesn't make them feel as if they have control of their own situations. Parents have to stop doing that to kids. If your child says, mom, I don't like this, dad, I don't like this, whoever, I don't like this, they don't like it. And that's it. You can explore. Well, okay, so what makes it make, what makes you feel uncomfortable about that? And then you assess at that point, okay, so this is why, or you give them an explanation. Okay, this is why I do that. This is the reason why. And you guys can talk it out there. But to just shut it down and say, no, you know, I said do this. This is what I feel like you should do. Again, that is actually unacceptable as well, because you're not teaching your kids to have their own boundaries when they grow up. They'll just say, okay, this person is older than I am. I am going to follow what this person says without even questioning it. Parents can be questioned by their children. It's natural and it's okay. Be direct and don't apologize for how you feel. If you said don't do something, if I say don't touch me, don't touch me. And that's it. Don't say, you know, sorry, but I don't like, I don't like to be touched that way. You're touching me and I don't, already told you not to touch me that way. Don't touch me that way. People will resist you and they're going to label you as rigid. They're going to label you as touchy. They're going to label you as mean. They're going to label you as a bitch. They're going to label you as a whole bunch of stuff. That's not your problem. That's their problem. It's, it's a hard thing for empaths to do because empaths feel like they're sometimes hurting other people's feelings by setting up these very strong boundaries and by having to use voices and demeanors that we don't always use all the time, but it has to be done because again, you'll go back to a point where people will continue to stretch the limits of what is permissible with you. And that's, it's a dangerous territory, very dangerous. Setting boundaries is an ongoing process. Every new person who enters your life has to be introduced to your set of boundaries. And sometimes you even have to remind the people who've been in your life, you know, multiple years, all right, you know, remember I don't like that. And they say, okay. For example, I have a personal boundary. I really don't accept phone calls after a certain time. And usually that time is about 9.30. I don't explicitly say it, but most people actually know. If you call me after 9.30, I'm not probably not going to answer the phone. You can text. I might text you back. I might not. I don't, I don't know. But that is a personal boundary that I have for myself. Because of the work I do, I'm constantly taking in other people's information, sometimes traumatic stories, you know, just heavy stuff. So after a certain time, I cannot take in any other energies. I can't take on any other stories. You know, people know my job might, you know, end at six o'clock. Lo and behold, someone wants to call me at seven and try to dump on me their personal stuff. There's a time and place. And right after I'm finished work at 9.30 at night, before I go to bed and try to decompress, it's not the time for you to tell me your personal issues that you've had for the day. I'm not doing that. So that is my personal boundary. Now, there are some people who will, you know, try to sneak in a little phone call. You, have, you know, do you have 10 minutes? I just want to ask you a quick question. And then they lapse into, you know, I need help with blah, 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 blah. Can't do that. You know, I'll set you up. Let's talk on Saturday. I'll give you a call. We can talk about that. But I'm not talking about it at 9.45 at night. It's just not going to happen. So that is me setting a boundary. Another thing, you are setting boundaries for yourself and not to control other people. This has nothing to do with them, but everything to do with you. I will give you what my acupuncturist said to me one time when I loved it when she said it. You have to make your life comfortable for yourself. And she not only meant your surroundings, but she meant everything about that. 
people, the people you're around have to make you feel comfortable. Not saying they can't challenge you intellectually or challenge you emotionally, because they're always going to be some type of something. We wouldn't be learning and evolving if we didn't have people who pushed us in some way. But if you're around people who constantly compete with you or who are bringing up situations that are, are not comfortable or you get some type of weird feeling, those probably are not your people. And there's something happening there where there's a bad energy exchange or some type of boundary issue happening there. And so you either have to make a decision to you know, call that person out of their stuff or maybe even terminate what's happening at that point. Again, I am very vocal about who I like and who I don't like. And I'll give you another example of why I believe this is so important. When I had my first job as a social worker, actually it was prior to me getting my MSW, I worked in an organization which, you know, had a lot of younger people there. We were all probably in our 20s to early 30s. And there was a particular individual that I just got a really bad feeling about. And I believe who had, you know, boundary issues, didn't outright say anything, but I could tell there was something not quite there. And my gut was saying, this person is not who I need to be around. Well, there came a time when I was assigned to do something with this individual that would require us to be together alone. So I went to my immediate supervisor and I said, look, I'm not comfortable with, you know, being with this person. You're going to have to find someone else to do this. And I remember being 21 at this time. This person was older than I was, but I was adamant I was not going to be with this person. My administrator says, well, what do you mean? What happened? I said, nothing happened. I said, but this something about this is not working for me. Now, I, I get that that may be difficult for some people to understand. You know, they may say, I want concrete evidence. I want hard evidence. Why would you, you know, not, why would you choose not to be around this person? What's the problem? And I did not get, you know, I didn't have an answer. I didn't have an answer. Well, after a lot of back and forth and after being labeled difficult and feeling this person's annoyance with me, which did not feel good. He finally gave in. I finally, I guess, technically won because I didn't have to do what I was told to do with this person. And someone else was assigned to work with him. A couple years later, maybe two years later, a report got back to me that this person had actually committed a sexual offense to someone else. And I always remember that because had I not stood firm with my own intuition with my own boundaries that could have possibly been me you might be calling out something that someone else is not able to call out specifically when it comes to touching other people are might not have the mental strength to say you know you are making me feel uncomfortable I don't like it but if you have the ability to do so you're well within your right to do so because you might actually be helping someone else you really might be doing so to sum this up it's all about energy protection which is the most important thing to me. One of the most important things in life to me is protecting your energy. If you're around people who are constantly sucking your energy out, what do you have left for yourself? What do you have left to give to your own children? What do you have left to give to your work? What do you have left to give? You can't walk around feeling depleted or depressed or sad because you did not take care of yourself properly. It's not fair to you and it's not fair to other people who are deserving of your good energy and what you have to offer, but you're walking around instead with resentment because you let something slip that should not have slipped. You should always protect your energy at all costs. With that being said, that is the end of today's episode. I probably could go on and on and on about energy and energy transference, but I'll save that for another episode. But again, just remember boundaries are important. If you need to set them, set them. 
This is something I do with my clients all the time. And I'll give another example. I do want to make this point too, and this is also important. Be careful with social media and boundaries. I used to have people who would send me clips of, you know, people fighting or clips of people doing terrible things to each other. And they thought it was funny for some reason. And I had to tell people, I don't find this funny at all. People fighting or me, you know, watching the terrible videos of black bodies being harmed. I don't find any of that necessary for me to watch. I can easily read a story about what was done to someone and get the same input. I don't actually necessarily need to see it. So when people send me stuff like this, because sometimes they're trying to inform me or it's just bad judgment on their part and I have to question it, I, I immediately say, you can't send me that stuff. That's not something I need to see. I don't want to see any type of trauma happening to other people because it doesn't sit well with me. So again, if you're on social media and you have people posting stuff or sending stuff with harmful material to others or to themselves, you have the right to remove yourself or you know block them or mute them or whatever you want to do. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to find me, you can find me on uh, Instagram at HF Associates LLC, HF as in Frank, A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S LLC. And I look forward to speaking with you in another episode of the Serenity Castles podcast.